Well, we're going to go back to John uh, Fugel saying, I think it's his name. <clears throat> you'd you'd remember, remember his face a little more than you would his name. Um, I don't know, unless you know his name. He, I believe, had a short stint as the America's Funniest, is, was it America's, I think it was like America's Funniest Home Videos uh, host, or a host of something like that. It was, uh, maybe it was on E, some kind of show, I don't know, like a, like a, a video show of some sort. Anyway, if you saw his, his face, you'd, you'd probably remember it. This guy is such a cunt. Um, I keep seeing the shit, well, because I follow on, um, on what's it called? On, on, the, on the Twitter. He, uh, he makes these ridiculous claims and uh, tries to act as if he knows Christianity more than anyone because his dad was a priest and his mom was a nun and uh, obviously kept their uh, their promise <laughs> and ended up leaving the church, uh, I guess in that form, <coughs> which is fine. I mean, if, if, <clears throat> if you can't hold up to them, I suppose, but, you know, they produce this little asshole who goes around trying to tell Christians, you know, the, completely different than the... Uh, the Catholic Church, or any, or any of Christianity, he, and he does it in such a, a fucking real cunt way, where I'd probably hit him, because there's a difference between freedom of speech, which he can say out of, <laughs> out of my fucking face, and uh, I think he'd uh, fucking, oh God, I'd want to hit him. If he got within striking distance and was like fucking talking some shit. I probably fucking crack him one good one right in the jaw, little fucking skinny bitch. Um, as you can see, it, it tends to fire me up a little bit. But uh, he keeps making this claim that well, Christ and the Bible never talked about abortion, so therefore it's e- it, it's okay, not evil. It's to him, it's okay. God is he says uh, God isn't against abortion. And he's not against uh, prophylactics, which are condoms and uh, birth control and all of those other things. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and skip past all the other shit and say uh, Christ gave the keys to the kingdom of heaven to Peter and the apostles, and said, "Upon this rock I will build my church." I've said that numerous times, and he also said, uh, "Whatever sins." You bind on earth will be, or no, I'm sorry, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So that's kind of God mode from Doom. You remember the God mode? Whatever the fucking keys were, and then uh, you go through, you never get any, you never run out of ammo, you have every gun, and you never take any damage. Essentially, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the power that Christ gave to his apostles to then give to the successors of Peter, uh, who would be the Pope. And then you have Catholicism. John, Mr. fucking liberal cuntbag, seems to, uh, again, he thinks he fucking knows it all better than anyone else, and he's going to fucking come out with this, uh, Christ wasn't violent. He was a non-violent whatever. And Christ went in with a, a whip and beat ass. I don't know how he skips over that idea of being not violent. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? 
When Christ got pissed, dude, John would have been the first one he would have cracked. Little pussy. <laughs> Little bitch. Come here. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just, it, I don't know, it irritates me. Not just that, because it, it's, it's because he has, he has a pretty large following. You know, and then he's in fucking Hollywood. And notice, anybody that goes to Hollywood, with apparently exception of this douchebag, uh, ends up becoming pretty atheist. And I even mentioned to Johnny Boy, who never fuck, he likes other people's shit, but he never comments back. He never, he, he did one time, the very beginning, because, I don't know, I guess he thought I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. And uh, I kind of said some surface level shit about what he was saying. And, and I think it was, the first one was about violence, about Christ being nonviolent. Christ was violent. Christ was not this skinny pansy that people portray him as, as some meek, which he was meek, but some wimpy, skinny... Dude, he was a fucking carpenter. You know what a carpenter was back in those days? Everything. They were the, the carpenter, the electrician, the plumber, the, uh, the tent knocker, everything. They had to build the entire house. Okay? Those guys are not fucking pussies. And I don't know if you've ran into any carpenters. I worked with them. I was one. Uh, no, you got to lift heavy shit all the time. You got to swing a hammer. Carpenters are not pussies. I mean, I'm, you, you run across one or two of them every once in a while. But besides that. <coughs> excuse me. So, uh, and then to say he's not violent. And then I said that. I pointed that out. And he came back with whatever dumbass thing he said. And I, I ripped him up on that. And then I, it's been crickets since. He's liked some people's shit that they've responded with. And so I just keep coming back at him. Like, you pussy, don't let, fu- don't let your followers fight this shit for you. Don't let them do your dirty work. Come at me, motherfucker. Don't fucking say your shit and then run away in the darkness and let your fucking faggoty ass liberal leftist Hollywood type come and fucking defend you, you pansy bitch. God, I'd like to fucking get my hands on that motherfucker. Oh, see, you're violent Christians. Duh. <laughs> yeah, I've only said that I don't know how many times. I am pro-necessary violence. Well, that's probably not very necessary, but it, it would make me feel better. Would I hit him? Probably not. Would I want to? Goddamn right I would. Motherfucker. Oh. That shit irritates me to no end. I mean, why, why, dude, why, why wouldn't you just fucking be like, uh, you know what? I, I will take a step back for a minute because I have said this before of, you know what? You need people to question, even flat earthers. I'm glad there's flat earthers out there. You know what I mean? I don't want to have it. Where's my cigarettes? There they are. I don't want to have it where people use our lack of, of the, Understand uh, the 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 recognition of the basics, and then turn it against us later on. If you if you get what I mean, where we're we're just we just assume things are correct without questioning. I love the fact that they're flat earthers. You know, I love the fact that and and I'm not somebody that necessarily subscribes. Yeah, I wouldn't say I subscribe. Well, I don't know. They make some pretty good arguments. It's kind of fun. Um, yeah, I, I don't subscribe to the idea that, that the Earth is flat. I subscribe to spherical, um, the spherical uh, the planets and such. But I'm glad that they're there. I'm glad that they're there asking the questions and, and pointing things out and questioning. 
And I mean, other people can shit on them all day. I don't fucking care. Fucking question. What is it hurting you that they fucking ask these questions? And look at look at the cult-like response from people. They, uh, I've heard it called the, uh, what I've talked about before, the Agent Smith dilemma or something along those lines, where somebody just merely questions things and then they fucking shut down, they turn around, all of a sudden you're a conspiracy nut and all this other shit. And uh, I already know just by looking at, like the, the responses came in fucking quick. The responses came in from all of his little fucking followers from John Fugel saying uh, within fuck it, a minute and it was me against probably 10 people and then it turned into about 15. So by the time I get home in an hour, I can only imagine I'm going to be going up against 100 people. Bring it, bitch. You think I don't know my shit? All right. Bring it, motherfucker. I'll bring that shit, motherfucker. I ain't afraid of them bitches. Like, I have read, let's see, I've read the New Testament. I, can't, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I've read the four canonical books. I've probably read Revelation 20 times. I've read, I'm on my second reading of the, of the Old Testament. Uh, I read through it the first time and I was like, cool, got that done. And then you kind of forget a lot of shit because <laughs> there's a lot to it. And, um, and then I was like, all right, I'll read again. So now I, on average, it's not every day. I miss some days. I missed yesterday. Uh, on average, I read about three chapters. I read one out of the New Test, out of the canonical book of the New Testament, or canonical books of the New Testament. I read one out of uh, Revelation, the book that I'm writing, and then one out of uh, the Old Testament. So it's three a day. And uh, I've been debating about religion for 20 years. Yeah, since I was about 15, so 20 years. I think I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I think you could, you could say I was an expert. Uh, I'm sure I've logged in over 10,000 hours of that shit, so... Is that 10,000 hours? 10,000 times? 10,000 hours? Something like that. Certainly more than 10,000 minutes. Anywho, um, I got all fired up over that. It, 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 a lot of things, and I think what irritates me is that he said it and he knows what he's doing. And you could say the same about Trump. I get why people are fucking mad at Trump, because he says shit and then people get all fucking fired up. The thing is, is that he says it, he has responded to me before, not that I want his attention or anything like that, but when you make a claim and then you have somebody that makes a, a rebuttal that tears your shit apart, I mean, I don't know how else you can fully prove something as him saying Jesus was nonviolent and I show him exactly where Jesus was violent, which eradicates any chance of an argument against it. There's no, there's no way of subjectively looking different at Jesus took a whip, walked into the temple, and chased out all the money changers. Again, and I've even said this to him, like, dude, you're looking through history through the lenses of today. You cannot do that. Because if you do that, then everybody is racist all the time, everywhere. Everybody uh, took place in, in everything. Racist, sexism, every fucking bad thing that you can think of. And the times were completely different. Uh, slavery in uh, the Old Testament, 
is not what you think it was. It was essentially seven years, which by the way, seven is a massive number. And it was seven years of is, uh, indentured, forti- uh, indentured servitude where you owed somebody something and you were like, all right, I'll be your slave for like seven years. And God even said, limited seven years. Oh, so God promoted slavery. No, uh, it was, again, indentured servitude. You owed a massive amount of money to somebody or owed them whatever, and you'd go and you'd pay it off. And then in some cases, the slave, slave, loosely used term there, uh, would want to stay with the master because it was better there than him going off and doing his own thing. And no, I'm not pro-slavery. I'm saying you've got to look at things differently. You cannot look at them through the lens of today. He brings up uh, abortion. Uh, the Bible doesn't say... it Because it was unthinkable. Somebody sent me, uh, what was it? Numbers 5, chapter 5, 15, verse 15 through whatever. Where it talks about this lady, uh, a priest giving a potion to a lady that would make her belly swell and then she would have abdominal pain and they assume they reach it like that and this is why I make the argument for Catholicism you need and I would even argue it for Protestantism you need somebody to teach you this is where I'm in direct disagreement with did I fucking pass my goddamn street you need somebody to oh fuck I'm on the wrong street I totally missed it Anyway, that's sad. That's just sad. Uh, you need somebody to teach you what certain shit means. Or else, you're going to fall in the way, as everybody else does, about the prodigal son. The prodigal son was not about the son. It was about the father. It was about forgiveness. It was about the love of God. The prodigal son is easy. You can make a, a million different art, or, uh, uh, stories of the prodigal son. Of somebody fucking up and thinking that they know better, going off, fucking around, and then losing everything and coming back for forgiveness. It, the, the sole uh, uh, part of that story should not, be about, should not be about the son. It should be about the father. It is about the father. And until I had uh, a great priest uh, named Father John Ricardo, you can find him on YouTube, uh, mention it on Ave Maria, I had no fucking clue. I thought it was about the son too. You need teachers. You need Jesse Lee Peterson thinks that you shouldn't be that you shouldn't go to school for anything. Um, I it's, I guess he thinks that it, it doesn't help. I don't think that way. I I, uh, I believe that school can help. I don't know about school today with the, the constant indoctrination of uh, liberal leftist ideals like Mr. John socialist communist piece of shit. God, I really fucking dislike that guy. Um, no, now that I'm cooling down, no, I wouldn't fucking hit him. If he gets, if he fucking gets in my face, I'd beat, I would beat the brakes off that motherfucker. But besides that, no, I wouldn't hit him. I fucking want to, though. Ah, my back's a little twisted. I don't know. I've been eating a lot of sugar. Not really helping with the inflammation in my back. Oh, that fucker gets me bent out of shape. Uh, where was I going with that? It's, dude, when you have to, <laughs> I mean, this has been my whole life, so it's, it's not anything too, too bad, but when you have to go up against, uh, numerous opponents, <laughs> like, you really start 
having to, uh, I do this thing where I think about what the argument is to my, what I, what it is I'm saying, even though with this, I just kind of go free range and let, and let loose and just let things kind of fly out, which by the way, yes, it has caused me to delete a couple of episodes <coughs> because in doing so, you just kind of, sometimes you say shit that you don't actually mean. And, um, and so, you know, it's it, like you gotta, you gotta kind of reel it back. So when you're going up in a debate against numerous people, which I, I hate that that ever happens, even on my side, like my, uh, my niece will come over. She's an atheist, uh, thanks to her piece of shit father who left her. Um, he, right before he left, he really instill, instilled atheism in her and the poor thing. And, and now she is mad at her dad, has daddy issues, has abandonment issues, the same as me. I got daddy issues, which is why I try to like plead to her, you know, to like listen to me. Um, but I was, I was essentially abandoned by my father. My sisters were abandoned by my father. And, uh, and then like, if she comes, like she's come over to the house a couple times, once on my wife's birthday and like started in with the, there's no God shit. And I'm trying to talk with her, converse with her and explain things to her that she's getting absolutely wrong. And in comes my wife to fucking jump, jump on, you know, to fucking team up against. And, uh, I don't like that. I've told my wife that like, why do you do that? That's not going to help her. It's not even going to change her mind. It's going to piss her off and and put her back in like a, a, uh, a rage. She's going to go away hating us. If that's what you, if that's, if you do that, like you cannot, and she does it kind of, I, lo- I mean, I love my wife, but she kind of gets a little mean because it's her niece and she thinks she should be a certain way. And it's like, you can't do that with people, man. I don't care what, whenever it is, you just can't do that. You know, um, you can't, you can't, I don't know, especially with a young mind, like they're just going to take that in the rebellious stage and not take in anything that you say, especially if there's two people coming at you. I don't like it. I've never have. And, uh, but I understand that the weak will, uh, mob together and go after you, you know, I rarely, rarely have uh, instances where I'm debating somebody, uh, with another person on my side. Rarely have I, have I ever had that. So, uh, I I just don't like it. And and my, all my friends know, dude, if it comes to like an actual fist fight, I do not ever want somebody jumping in, ever. Unless they've got somebody jumping in, then uh, it's it's gonna be one-on-one. Let me get my ass kicked, I'm fine with that. I'd rather it be that way than to fucking double up on somebody. That's that's pussy shit. But uh, yeah, now I'm, now I'm thinking, all right, well, I'm gonna have to, not that I'm worried about anything that they're gonna have to say. It's not like there's anything new, you know? The best that they got is probably Sam Harris. Sam Harris, maybe Lawrence Krauss, Christopher Hitchens was, I don't know, I guess, him too. Daniel Dennett, Richard Dawkins are lame ducks. They, uh, they don't have shit to say about nothing. They're fucking, they're, they're morons. Um, but those three guys are the best that they've ever had. That it doesn't, there's nothing that I'm worried about from this group of, uh, fuck faces. However, John Fugel saying, uh, he does have a very unique angle from which he approaches. And I, 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 I think he believes, but it's just this, 
it's this vitriolic approach that he takes to other people. Like, you don't learn your lesson. You don't, you don't see that you are where you are, you are and you, you look at Christians. Like, he thinks he's some kind of fucking great. He's, he's, he's like, uh, like Muhammad. The point that I always make about Muhammad. You think that God is weak, that so weak that he would have the Jews subvert his word for 3,500 years. And then Muhammad comes about and he's the one to, to show everybody God's word. But God was so weak for 3,500 years before Muhammad that he allowed the Jews to subvert his, his actual word. You see what I mean? And then, so God is, uh, he's so weak that nobody ever got it right except for John Fugelsang. Almost 2,000 years later. So that's what you're saying to me. That, that the church has been wrong the entire time. Any other, all the other Christians, Protestants, no matter what, have all been wrong except for you. You get it. You get it. You're the only one to get it. Because, by the way, he's one of the... I, I can't think of anybody else. I'm not going to say that there's nobody else talking the way that he's talking. But uh, uh, not many. Certainly not many. And it's the most... He's twisting and warping. He's playing dumb. And then he's, he's uh, projecting out uh, what he views as pertinent negatives. Which means things that aren't there. All right, you learn on my side. You learned about well, we learned about pertinent negatives going through uh, going through EMT basic and paramedic. You you learn for what isn't there, and that can be sometimes just as important as what is there in front of you in order to diagnose somebody with something. You know, a pertinent negative would be they're not fucking breathing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is their chest rise and fall? Okay, they're breathing. Is there not? That's a pertinent negative. They're not fucking breathing. They're, so they're not getting oxygen. They're, I could probably come up with a better example, but I'm, I can't think of one right now. So what he's doing is projecting out what he views as pertinent negatives. So God never talked about abortion. He never talked about birth control. Therefore, it's okay. Now, Protestants would probably agree that birth control is okay. I would actually say, let's get it down to birth control. Let's get rid of abortions. If your birth control and your condoms and, and your teaching of sex ed to fucking 10-year-olds, which is when I learned it in fourth grade, I was 10 years old. If you're teaching that to kids works, why are there still abortions? And not just some, we're talking hundreds of thousands, if not millions a year, and globally certain millions a year. This country, the United States alone, has committed over 55 million abortions in the past 30 years. 55 million murders of innocent children. You see that fucking new uh, ad they just came out with? With the little baby girl? Oh my God, what a fucking sick group of devil-worshipping motherfuckers put that shit together. You fucking bastards. God damn you. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if these guys even have kids. I don't know if that guy has any kids. Like, I, it, it's, it, that is the most disgusting fucking thing. Oh, God. That, I mean, that turns your stomach, man. When, uh, turns, it turns your stomach. When you see a live baby and they say at the end, this, 
this, this, I think they say this, they might say she, I might be embellishing a little bit because I'm fired up, uh, but they say she should be a choice. Fuck you. Fuck you. How about the choice be close your fucking legs if you don't want to get pregnant? How about that? How about it should be don't flop out your dick if you don't want to get pregnant? How about that? Where's the fucking birth control? Where's the condom? You know how babies get made? You come in a pussy. That's what happens. Oh, that's too graphic. Go fuck yourself. You ejaculate in a vagina and they get pregnant. Are people seriously not getting that? Oh, it feels better. Yeah, okay, well then take the pill. Oh, I got it. I got. Dude, we have mandatory insurance and Planned Parenthood gets a $500 million check made out every year. Ends up having a surplus of roughly about 130 mil. Never gives it back, mind you. And oddly, is one of those government contracts that you don't have to spend it all in order to get more. So how about you walk your happy ass down to fucking wherever and get yourself a condom or birth control? You know what? If that's all that Planned Parenthood was about, was birth control, the actual birth control, the pill, or condoms, all right, then fucking whatever. I wish we could get down to that argument. And yes, as Catholics, we don't believe in that. It's kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's, not, it's a loose belief because the Catholic Church is definitely against it, but uh, trust me, it's, it's much less of a fucking sin than an abortion. I mean, where, if, if that shit works so well, why are there so many? That can't be the Christians. You can't fucking be actually trying to get people to believe that it's Christians that are having all of those abortions. You're out of your fucking mind. Oh, some Christians do. Yeah, I know. And bad on them. Uh, I'm missing another fucking exit. Oh, fuck it. Me and you were going to sit on here for a while. I got a cigarette in my hand that I haven't lit yet. I'm going to vent. I'm going to continue venting about this motherfucker. What a floor. Jesus would have beat his ass. <laughs> I, I, uh, I firmly believe that Jesus, had he been standing, even if John Fugel sang, wouldn't have been doing anything. He was just sitting there on the front step. Jesus would have just gave him that stiff fucking jab as he walked by. You know what I mean? Just fucking bam! <laughs> just a little bitch slap. Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. Go tell everybody else I told him. <laughs> just, just jolly whomped him one good time. Sat him on his ass on the steps sitting there wondering what happened. What do you do? Why do you do that? And then here comes the flood of badass fucking tough guys running out of the church because Christ came in violently, I should add, to clear his father's house. What do you cunts think is going to happen when Christ comes back? Yes, I know I'm probably going to serve some time in, in purgatory. I hope I can make it to at least purgatory. I'd love to go to heaven. Straight away, right up to heaven. But, uh, yeah, probably going to spend some time in purgatory. But, uh, what do you think is going to happen when Christ comes down? You think he's going to bow down to the Muslims? Uh, no. The Hindus, the Buddhists, the atheists. He's going to... I don't even know if you'll, like, look towards the atheists. Whatever. 
Okay, I don't believe. I've, I've heard it all. I know you. <laughs> or rather, I don't. So, I wrote it in the book. Divinely inspired. I wrote it. You should have you read it, or you should have believed. Gave you every, every opportunity. How old are you? 70? I told you. 70 years. I gave you 70 years. Well, we'll, we'll knock off until you're about yeah, 10. So I gave you 60. You know what? 55. I gave you 55 years. Chances for 55 years, Mr. 70-year-old. Uh, that's to the 70-year-old atheist. Um, what else? Yeah, just, just the absurdity. And he knows what he's doing. So I guess maybe in a way he's, he wins. But I don't really subscribe to that. Like, um, I just watched a video the other day of uh, Batman murders the Joker. Uh, it's about time. This is another reason why I don't like Batman. He's a cunt. He's a super dick. Okay, he has no superpowers, but he's a super dick. He's always an asshole. He comes up with every measure of how to defeat all of his friends and kill them. Keeps it all secret so that he's the only one because he thinks he's the best guy in the world. And, um, and then never kills the Joker who constantly breaks out and murders everyone. You could have ended it, dude. You could have fucking stopped that a long time ago. After, after the first time you sent him away, you did your job. Okay, then he broke out and he killed some more people. Okay, maybe we'll give you two chances, Batman. All right, you lock him up again. This time, hey, extra precautions. Never let this asshole out. He'll, he'll murder everyone. He gets out a second time, murders some more people. That's when he should have put a bullet through his head. So, and he didn't even murder him. He broke his neck. He left him a, 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 a quadriplegic. And then the Joker, and some, I guess, in a way, is kind of badass, breaks his own neck. He had a fucking bat batarang sticking out of his eye. I know, I know, I know Gavin would be displeased with me, but uh, it makes a pretty good point in what I'm saying. Kill him. Not, I'm talking about Joker. Jesus. Why? Dude, again, after the fucking second time he got out and murdered people, the blood is kind of on your hands. You could have prevented it. You're the only one to catch him. The police couldn't do it. And you just keep locking him up. He gets out. He kills some more people. Uh, probably rapes them, I have to imagine. I don't know. It fucking, he's the Joker. He's an evil dude. He is the funny, funny sad face of the devil. Or the laughy, the smiley sad face of the devil. You know? Like, that's, it's the, it's the, he's the archetype. Or the devil's the archetype for him. Um, do something about that. Why, what the fuck? How did I get there? Uh, oh, I was watching the video two days ago about Batman doing it. And it was like, God. And he didn't even do it. It's like, yeah, what? Batman did not kill him. However, then there's another version of Batman that I like a little more. The one from Batman vs. Superman where he just he shoots a whole bunch of guys. It's like, oh, okay. But again, he's the poor man's version of the Punisher. The Punisher has it. And there's, a, there's the, the argument there, too, in the second season of Daredevil where the Punisher tells, him, tells Daredevil as he has him wrapped up, uh, you beat him up and they get back up and they go do some more bad. I put him down, they never get up again. Well, that makes sense. 
obviously to bad people. How did I get there? I can't remember. Anyway, all the way back to what started this whole damn thing. Uh, I'm lost? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm lost. Wowzers. I was supposed to be back home in about 20 minutes. I got about 50 before I get there. Lovely. Um, all right, well, then 50 minutes of this motherfucker. You know what I mean? I'm going to try and, and uh, pay for private parts. So we got about 27 minutes. 27, 20, 27, 20 on this motherfucker. Um, and I don't know. I kind of feel a little let down. I don't, I, I, maybe not let down. Maybe let down. Oh, that's what I was saying. Um, the... Uh, the Joker said to the Batman, like, I win. I made you lose control. I win. I've never subscribed to something like that. Like, I, I'm, I'm fine losing control. Like, that, that is never... Of course, I'm Irish. I'm Scotch-Irish. And uh, we, we have bad tempers anyway. And lose control all the time. So it's not, like, that big of a deal. Like, I probably... Certainly... Well, probably the first time that he got out and killed some people, I would have taken a fucking um, a blunt object to the Joker and caved his head in, you know? And it wouldn't even have been losing control. It would have been, no, this this makes sense. Like, this guy is nothing but a, a killer, and nobody else is going to do anything about it, and nobody can keep him contained. So here you go. Uh, that would, that, that, yeah. So, anywho, yeah, that doesn't... And that's the whole, that's the Batman's whole thing. Your fucking ego got in the way of you allowing numerous people to get murdered. That's stupid. That's really dumb. It's, and it's, it, that's a pretty uh, weak uh, uh, storyline. That the Batman would be that, that's just stupid. So, I guess going back to what I was saying about John Fugel saying, and him um, getting me to, to get possibly winning and in, in doing what he set out to do, which was to instigate an argument or a fight. So it's well, how I see it is, well, one, you're just not being truthful. You're lying flat out. Like you're playing dumb. You're war- twisting and warping the Bible into what you want it to be. Um, and then you're, you're constantly pushing it out there. Jake Gerger's doing the same shit because he had John Fugel saying on because he, he must, I have to imagine, I, I'm assuming, he must like pissing off Christians because it's a very incendiary thing to do. Well, okay, Mr. Snowflake, uh, you like it when President Trump does it. Well, there's a difference there because President Trump is a result of constant liberal leftists doing what John Fugelsang is doing. You know, before John Fugelsang, it was the liberal left are the smartest because they go to college and we're inferior to them and they should tell everybody how to do things and they're going to constantly shit on Christians and Christians are just going to take it. And then you have Donald Trump that comes out, trolls them heavily gets them all in a tizzy, 
and pays them back for this shit that they've been doing to other people. Talks about God all the time. It stands up for uh, pro-lifers. So, no, it's not the same. The liberal left has been attacking the Christian church for its entirety of its existence. The liberal left is, is, is uh, blind to the fact that they are all enslaved to their, their vices. And you got people like me that are trying to tell them a different way that would actually free them from that. And they don't even want to hear it. They don't want to be questioned. You know, these are the same people that believe that a man can believe himself to be a woman. All right, they believe that taking from the earners and giving it to the non-earners is okay. That being said, I had an interesting conversation with a guy that, a professor that I actually, I, I like. Um, I was at Saginaw Valley Community, uh, Saginaw Valley, no, Saginaw, SVSU, Saginaw Valley State University, that is. And I was talking to a guy, a professor there, about the economy. And he constantly is going back to um, kind of the, the idea that, you, well, shit, what was he saying? He was saying that like people were making too much money. And I'm like, that doesn't compute to me. I go, listen, dude, like I'm, I, I don't come from money. Here's a couple examples of where I come from. My first bedroom, here's three bedrooms that I've had in my life. My first bedroom was, from the first story I got, a dresser drawer in a closet. A dresser drawer in a, in a, in a dresser in a closet. A, you know those foam chairs that you could unfold them? It was like a foam folding chair that unfolds into a bed. I had one of those in a long walk-in closet in the front room of an apartment complex when my mom lived down south the first time she when she first moved down there that was my room it was one of my rooms and then my dad made a cubby hole for me in a kitchen when he lived in an apartment where my stepsister had her own room and uh fucking entertainment center a uh, bunk bed all the other shit i had a fucking cubby hole okay just to give you a little understanding of of where I come from. I do not come from money. And uh, I dealt with it like it's troop right. I never even thought that anything of it. I was like, all right, that's cool, you know? And by the way, the cubby hole, I slept on a mattress. That's it. No box springs, no bed frame, no anything. I slept on the fucking floor. All right? I have not lived a super duper awesome life. Uh, just in case you're wondering. And I didn't have religion shoved down my throat. Uh-oh. Traffic. Good thing I got a half tank of fucking gas. So yeah, I get a little I get a little salty from time to time. Um so I have this guy telling me this shit. These people are making too much, and I'm telling him, listen, dude, this is coming from a poor person. I said, uh, because he was trying to say, I was telling him how we should, how I thought we should get rid of the income tax and and all, all sorts of taxes, income income tax, state tax, um, 
the federal tax, the state tax, the property tax, all that shit. Get rid of all of it and just increase the sales tax. And he was like, all right, well, now, now you're going to have two types of people. You're going to have this type of people over here, the rich, that only have to use a portion of their money to pay off their bills. And then you're going to have the poor that are going to have to use 90% of their money to pay off their their bills. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't quite get how you got to that, but let me tell you, as a poor person, um, you're just going to have to suffer without entertainment for a little while. Save your money and get a better job and move up. The longer you stay somewhere, the better you get at a job, the more people are going to want to hold on to you. Okay? I also don't believe in the minimum wage or unions. I probably just lost some people. Fine. I don't. But hear where I'm coming from. I've worked for unions. And yes, it felt cleaner when I worked for a union than when I felt or when I worked for uh, non-union. Now that, my friends, is a social construct. Because all I had ever heard while working for the union was you're a scab, you're dirty, you're, you're a piece of shit if you work non-union. Well, guess what? The only job I could get wasn't for the fucking union. The union wasn't fucking there for me, so they can suck a dick. They had been there for me once a long time ago, but you know what I had to do? I had to get family members to get me in. Quit acting like that kind of shit doesn't happen. And then, 10 years later, when I needed a job, bad, the non-union job was available. The union one wasn't. So you can suck a dick. And this was under Obama, motherfuckers. The only way I had to fucking pay my bills was to work non-union. I ain't gonna fucking feel like a piece of shit because I had to go work non-union. So you can fuck right off. Wow, getting a little fired up over that shit too. Just in a, in a bit of a mood, I suppose. <coughs> um, let's go to the shit. Where was I going with that? Oh, um, so what I was telling was, you just gotta get good at your job. All right. Even in non, well, definitely in non-union, the better carpenter you are, the more that whoever it is is going to want you. You know, you show up on time, you do your job, and you do your job well. You know, perfect. They can come in, trust that you're going to get the job done, you're going to get it done quick, uh, and possibly save them money. Yeah, they're going to keep you. They're going to want to pay you more than the brand new guy coming in, i.e. me. I was actually making $15 an hour. I called up. So I, I, the way that you get a job is you show them two things. You show them that you want to work. You better fucking want to work too. Because you're not going to get a job if you don't. If you're just like, oh, okay, well, you know, this is a possibility. You're not going to get the job. I wouldn't hire you. You're going to get the job when you show them you want to work. And, uh, and, you, and you work well. Show up on time. Do a good job. Fucking do it. Uh, try and do it better than anybody else. Make it a competition in your head. Whatever. That's oh, and then you bug them. I'm sorry. That's what it was. Show them that you want to work, and then bug the fuck out of them. That's what it is. I'm sorry about that. Bug them. That will show them that you want to work. You know. I don't give a shit what dumb questions they give you and and how you answer it wrong or whatever. 
Oh, sorry, I was worried somebody might strike me with their fucking car. Uh, if they see that you want to work for them and that you bug them, i.e. call them every day, two times a day, piss them off, okay? Just shy of harassment. Call them, call them, call them, call them, call them. Hey, just checking in to see if, you know, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Say whatever dumb shit you want to say. Say, hey, I'm calling because I want this job. I just wanted to remind you today. And I'm going to call tomorrow and the day after and the day after every day until I get this job. I want it. Okay? Make them understand that having you is a benefit to them. Because they're not in the business of just giving away money. They're in the business of making more money. Which means that they want people who are going to work for them and make them more money. We've got into this idea that working a job is just another motion in life. Oh, I've got a right to work a job. Uh, you don't have a right to work for me. I, don't, I can't even employ anybody. You get what I'm saying? You don't have a right to just come work for me. Does that make sense? Is that kind of changing the way that you see things? You don't have a right to just go work for anybody. You got to make yourself, one, you got to be a good worker. You got to be somebody who wants to actually work and do a good job. And then two, get out there and fucking get it. There are jobs out there. Even when the jobs were down, there were still jobs out there. All right? You could work if you could work two fucking jobs, especially without kids. Are you shitting me? Work three fucking jobs. I was working three jobs with a kid, motherfucker. What excuse you got? I was working as a firefighter, I was working for Google, and I was working as a server. A paid on call firefighter. So don't don't fucking tell me you can't get a job. But while doing that, elevate yourself. Every time that you get a job, make sure it's better than the last one. Alright? And by the way, this and this coming from my Democrat who my mom thinks was a liberal, which she never was. My Democrat, staunch Democrat mom, you never uh, quit a job without another job that you're about to go to. Ever. Not ever, 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 ever. I wish I would have listened a little closer to that, but... Anywho. So my point to that guy was, um, yeah, if you're poor, you're just going to have to suffer from having uh, entertainment. You know, save where you can. Shut off lights, you know. Okay, well, maybe try walking to work if you can, if you got the ability. You know, save on gas. Can I go here? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, buddy. Um, I don't get the deal with people going, oh, I can't, I can't sacrifice my phone. You don't go get a flip phone. You don't need a fucking touch phone. You don't need to be watching movies. You don't even have to watch TV. Go to the library and get a fucking book. DVD players cost 30 bucks. No, maybe even down to 20 from Walmart. Go get a DVD player. Go rent uh, movies from the library for a dollar if you need entertainment. You know, go watch some classic shit. Read some books. <clears throat> Find other ways of entertaining yourself. You don't have to drink all the time. You don't have to waste all your money. You know, save up so that you can move into a house. Here's a, here's a little piece of advice for those of you that don't have credit. One, get it. 
I, and I and I don't say that lightly. I do not like credit. I don't like that we use credit. I don't like that banks own the majority of properties in the United States. I fucking hate that. I hate it. I hate money. But since you, if you have a car, you need gas in the car, get a, a gas-only credit card and pay that bitch off every single month. Set aside the money that you would have spent on gas and only get that much in gas and then pay that fucking credit card off every month. You will build credit super fast. You will be able, mind you also, you will be able to get a house, okay? It might not be a fucking mansion, but it'll be yours. And somebody coming from the South where we don't have basements to Michigan where almost all the houses have basements, it's like having two houses. My wife was spoiled with that. She doesn't, like, she thinks we have a small house. I think, to me, it's a fucking mansion. I have two, I have two homes. I have my fucking basement. I go down there, I have a fucking uh, office. Never thought I'd have an office. And I have three bedrooms. I feel like I'm, I'm a rich man, you know, buying a $100,000 house. And by the way, it will, at least in Michigan, uh, a $100,000 house, you're paying less than $1,000 a month in rent. Oh, I'm sorry, in, in, uh, in mortgage. You know how much you pay in rent? Twelve, thirteen hundred for for my house. Maybe more, maybe fifteen. Especially depending if you're in Ann Arbor, you're paying fifteen to two thousand for a fucking for renting a house that isn't even yours. So yeah, if you're poor, suffer. And it's not like suffering with a broken bone or an ailment or an injury. You're suffering by not having entertainment for a little while or the, the entertainment that you're used to. Stop going to the bars and the titty bars and all that other shit. Stop gambling. You don't have to go to fucking $20 movies and shit. You know, there's other ways of finding it. So that was my point to that guy and he couldn't really say anything to that. Oh yeah, but he wanted to go back to, well, the other people, it's they're making too much money. It's like, who are you to say that? Who the fuck are you to say that? <clears throat> And I had to keep bringing it up to him. I mean, this was a smart guy. He was a professor. He's a smart dude. And uh, I like him. He's a good guy. I think he means well by what he's saying, but he's been indoctrinated uh, by his college professors and his friends and the news and all that other shit to think that people who, are, who make $500,000 a year, a million dollars a year, aren't really earning it. Now, I'm not saying that every single person that does that earns it and that there aren't some criminals who are rich, you know, who aren't a part of organized crime. I'm sure that, yeah, there are. I mean, fucking Enron, the, the CEO, or the, yeah, the CEOs and shit of that, yeah, those guys, Dick Cheney, fucking criminals. But that's not every business. You know, some people fucking put a real risk in life, and Steven Crowder makes a really good point of this. Uh, they were living on the edge for a while until they found success. They were maxing out credit cards to pay their employees and wondering if they were going to have to fucking file chapter 11. Some people 
do their job so good that businesses want to fucking keep them and will pay them a shit ton of money. Because guess what? If they don't, they know there's another business that once they catch window, how good that person is, they will pay to bring them over and pay them more than that business will. So yeah, in the free market of, of, uh, of the economy, that's how things work. And you don't think I've worked around those fucking assholes that are lazy, especially in the union? You're out of your fucking mind. When they break, motherfucker, they break. Not all of them. There's some really good dudes. Some of the best, in fact, the best bosses, the best foremen I've ever had I worked with when I worked in the union. Oh, shit. This got to ash my eye. And, uh, in fact, the union that I worked for was real hard on, on workers. Like, you better fucking work. You show up on time. And on time was 10 minutes early. 15 minutes early, actually. And you fucking work. I had, uh, I had my boss give me a dollar or something raise and not even tell me about it because of how hard I busted my ass. You know? So no, sometimes uh, people are going to make a lot of money and other people aren't going to think that they deserve it. Well, too bad. It's not up for you. That's up for the fucking boss. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, traffic. All right, where are we going to start zippering in on this motherfucker? Oh, that sucks. I guess right here. Thanks, buddy. Give him a good wave. I swear, sometimes I feel like Bill Burr. If you ever, if you haven't watched his driving in, in cars or whatever, watch it. Do yourself a favor. It is hilarious how he reacts. And I think it's so funny because I feel like it's me. Like, that's how I react when I'm driving, as you can probably tell. I'm a little toasty in here. Um, so, yeah, when it comes to work, dude... Where are we at? 54. I'm going to have to end it and come up with another one. Um, oh, what was I even saying? I got all riled up. <coughs> um, but no, he, he is so indoctrinated. That guy was so indoctrinated with this, I don't know, socialist ideal of how the economy should be. I mean, it, it was it, it was bothersome, you know? Walking out of his office, it was just like, Jesus, that's what he's teaching people, you know? That's, it, it's just, or that's what he's going to tell people or whatever. Maybe, I don't know, whoever, whoever asks him a, a question like that again is going to get that same answer. Like, oh, yeah, they're making too much and there's, there's, it's this, um, what's that saying about how, uh, like, uh, Ocasio-Cortez will say, uh, one, that we need wealth redistribution and shit like that. And I was bringing up the fact that, uh, that I was talking to another professor close to my house um, that wasn't in the same county, but pretty close, and they were talking about how they primarily make money off of 
Um, what's it called? How about you put on a fucking blinker, bitch? Motherfuckers, like if you're listening to me, I don't mean to call you motherfuckers, but dude, put on a blinker. It's right next to your hand. Just stick out a finger nice and long and tap it. It's that simple. This lazy piece of shit can't even do that. Fucking Hyundai motherfucker. Oh, where, where, where was I? You fucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. You not having your blinker on piece of shit. Here, you know what? I might as well do it right now being at 56. Uh, talk to you in a second. And I'm back. Okay, where was I? I was talking to the professor about the economy. Um, what were we talking about? Wealth redistribution. Oh, taxing. So yeah, I talked to this other professor about um, how they get funds for the community college through the property taxes. And I've said it before on this. It 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 made me want to shit myself. <laughs> like my I actually had my stomach wanted to turn over. It, it it just it was like, are you shitting me? That's why I'm getting taxed now. It it obviously wasn't for this college because I'm not in the same even county, let alone city. But uh, um, they do have millages every once in a while on on ballots where you got to vote for if you want to take if you want to increase your property tax to pay for a community college. No, absolutely not. Fuck you. Lower your goddamn prices. You piece of shit. Fucking community college. Suck a dick, dude. I don't know if you know this, but uh, not that many people are cut out for college. Community college included. Fuck you. You shouldn't be taking money from the property owners, you motherfuckers. You, you charge these kids. On average, they have a class of about 20 to 25. And they charge these kids hundreds of dollars a semester. You're telling me because of how shitty you are at spending, just like the government, who should be an example, and they are, apparently, you shouldn't be spending that much. I shouldn't be seeing new fucking buildings come up and then you complaining about not having the money for whatever to to pay your fucking professors and shit. Fuck you. To keep the lights on, suck a dick. You don't need to be taking money from the fucking, from, uh, from people who own a home. We shouldn't be getting fucking tax for property. You know, the, the closest I can see of why we would be taxed is for the trash, trash pickup and, and leaf pickup and shit. Besides that, suck a dick, man. Not for college. Get out of here. And colleges just keep going up in price constantly. Every year they go up and up and up and up. You know, I fucking went into $55,000 in debt for a two-year college. Now, nobody gave me any guidance. I had zero guidance. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I was taking out subsidized and unsubsidized loans. I didn't know what the fuck I was, I was doing. I didn't even know the difference between the two. You know, I was just signing my name to something and I was getting money. And I could now pay for uh, books. I could pay for food. I could pay for uh, rent you know, to live off of while I was going to school and not working. I mean, I was working two jobs, but that wasn't fucking taking care of the bills. 
So, uh, yeah, fucking tell the colleges to, to lower the fucking price. Same with the, the, the bookstores and shit, because that's another fucking fee. These kids having to pay $200 for a fucking book, that's insane. That's insane for a book that's only going to be republished next year. Another edition, different pictures, same fucking information. But you give it over to the fucking liberals, the liberal left, and this is what this is the life that they want you to live. Always in debt. And then married and then divorced. You know, and to carry on this dumbass idea that when you get married, you got to have a fucking $40,000 wedding, have the parents sweating bullets because they don't know how they're going to pay for the fucking wedding because you're going to put it on them, you know, only to find out that you're going to get a divorce in two years. Damn it. Like, when when are people going to fucking catch on? Oh, yeah, these are maybe not the best of ideas. Maybe we need to change this shit. Divorce should be agreed upon by everybody is not a good thing. Well, you got a divorce and you're, you say you're happier. Yeah, I sure did. And I do. I say I'm happier not being married to the person that I was married to. And it's sad for my son. It's not his fault. You know? Oh, fuck. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks for doing that, you son of a bitch. You're fucking BMW. <coughs> <coughs> See, I hide the mic. I cover the mic. I get a little gaggy. I have an over, overreactive um, gag reflex. If I cough too hard, I'll throw up. <coughs> uh. Oh, almost did it. I've thrown up driving. I've done it once. Maybe twice? Once. Luckily, I had a, uh, a great big uh, McDonald's cup the large cup or whatever and just let loose in that bad boy kind of like a uh, throw up bag on a plane what is all that smoke from um damn it's gonna be late by the time I get home I was hoping to get my flooring done (coughs) oh and that was another point that I made to the professor is that like you learn to do shit on your own like you don't go out and you don't buy a $40,000 car you don't lease you go to a used car dealership and get a $2,000 car, you know? Maybe you might have to get a loan. It would come in handy that uh, you have credit at that point, and you did the gas card thing that I was talking about. Go get a running $2,000 car, pay that shit off as soon as possible, you know? And then drive it till the wheels fall off and get repairs. A repair is going to be cheaper than fucking car payments every year, especially on a new car. Do not get, if you're poor, do not get brand new shit. Stop it. There are plenty of places that you can go buy secondhand shit. I go to Goodwill all the time. I've, I've been doing that since I was a teenager. I love the shirts. They're, uh, they're, you don't have to, it's not like you have to go through the pre-shrunk bullshit. They're, they've been used. You can find really nice stuff that isn't stained up. It says goofy, stupid shit on the front of it. You know, graphic tees and whatnot. I would argue get your underwear and socks from like an, an actual store. That's not super duper expensive. Although they are getting expensive. Oh, uh, TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx has a, um, has their clearance area for underwear and shit where uh, you can get, I wear boxer briefs. Uh, Fruit of the Loom boxer briefs suck 
stick. They will, they will stretch out the moment you put those bitches on. I don't give a shit if you just got them out of the washer or out of the package. They will fucking stretch out the moment they touch your skin. It's like a, a chemicals on them or something. So you need to get 95% cotton at the most and then at least 5%. It's either spandex or there's a couple of other uh, types of fibers that are really good. Uh, what is it? And one. Well, you wouldn't think and one would make something really good. Their underwear, their boxer briefs are phenomenal. Um, I can't remember the kind that I got. But anyway, <coughs> excuse me. They've got Puma. They've got all sorts of different cool brands in the in the clearance section for men. Anyway, I'm sure they do for women too. Um, I don't spend a lot of time in the women's undergarment department because then I look a lot like a creep. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, TJ Maxx has that going on. I think yeah, Kohl's does too. So you can get some pretty cheap shit, or buy them at the at the Walmart prices for Frugal Loom. Don't get that, but I'm saying you can buy shit at TJ Maxx and Kohl's and the clearance department for just as much as you pay for the shitty ass Fruit of the Looms at Walmart, like eight bucks. So anyway, get your undergarments from there. Pants you can still get at secondhand store or go get some fucking, uh, what's the name of them? Uh, the Wranglers, Boot Cut. Boot Cut are great, they're phenomenal. They fit your shit, they cover your, your shoes at the top they don't, they don't shrink, <coughs> excuse me, um, and they're like 17, 18 bucks for a brand new pair of pants, which is pretty close to uh, what, what you're going to buy a pair of pants from Goodwill for. I mean, Goodwill's going to be like 5 to $7, so you know what, splurge a little bit and get a new pair of pants from fucking Walmart or something. But other than that, the t-shirts are great, you got to wash them, don't, don't trust them, just fucking wash them one good time. And uh, there you go. You got a wardrobe. Shoes, I would argue get, get shoes, you know, you can find cheap shoes on Amazon. Amazon's another place where you can go and find really cheap deals on shit. I mean, you can get a fucking, I got my, I wear a Puma. Um, I, I can't even think of the name of it. Uh, I haven't bought a pair of shoes, by the way, in fucking two years. And then now I got a brand new pair of uh, Pumas that I've been wearing for the past three months. Um, I take care of my shoes, which is why I can wear them for that long. But uh, 40 bucks on Amazon. So yeah, you've got choices is what I'm saying. And you don't need to be going and getting fucking uh, Yeez, whatever. By the way, uh, and I'll include my, I'll include my side too, uh, Kid Rock, and um, Kanye West, uh, yeah, they have they blaspheme in their song in their songs. Kid Rock called himself the illegitimate son of man. Uh, Yeezy uh, is short for, or he call, I think he calls himself Yeezus or something. He's buddies with uh, uh, Jay Z. Jay Z calls himself Jehovah as in the name of God. You've never heard him call himself Hova? And then Jah, Jay-Z? Yeah, Jehovah. That's what he calls himself. He's a fucking little bastard. Can't stand Jay-Z. He's a piece of shit. 
And his rap, his, dude, the rap is so fucking weak. I mean, Kid Cudi's really, really good, but the rest of it is just ridiculously stupid. Same with Kanye West. He's not a genius. Stop believing that guy's a genius. He's not. The beats that he locked himself up in his room for three summers, I could make in 20 minutes as a fucking drummer. You know what I mean? He didn't have to go through all that. And that doesn't make him a genius either. He's got some songs that are pleasing to the ear, but besides that, sorry, I'd rather stick with uh, Kid, Kid Cudi, who actually uh, is his buddy. Where did I go to there for? Um, oh, yeah, you don't have to buy yourself those super expensive fucking Yeezys or Jordans. You know what I mean? Spend fucking $20, $30 on a pair of shoes or $40 if you want on Amazon. You'll find yourself some good shit. I love my kicks, dude. They're fucking rad. Besides that, suffer until you don't have to, you know? Sacrifice your entertainment for a bit until you can afford to live better than you are. And you're going to have to do some work. I don't understand what this idea is that, that like people don't need to work. What? No, you need to get your ass out there and do your job. Do a job, you know? And I'm not going to look down on you for fucking being a janitor. My dad's a janitor. Well, he was a janitor. And then he became the locksmith. You know what I mean? He worked himself up. Ever since I got out of college the second time, um, I have done nothing but went up in my jobs. Went and got a better, higher paying job. You know, I worked the other one until I couldn't stand it. I even got fired once. I got fired from a fucking job. And, uh, I mean, that was just a... And that was a small business owner. He was an absolute asshole. Shit. That was one of those guys that wanted to be more than he is, you know? And, uh, God. Oh, that, that guy was a fucking piece of work. But you know what? I dealt with it. I bit, I bit my tongue. I ended up getting fired, but uh, I found a job within three days. I went and did construction within three days because I went on every job site you could think of. I went out and called every, I mean, I spent, what happens when you lose a job is don't go on welfare. Spend the time that you would have spent working looking for a job and you will find one and then work that job. If it turns out to be your dream job, great. If not, start looking for another one while you're working there. And don't care about the fucking, what your resume is going to say. Oh, you're only at this job for three days. Yeah, I was. I was there because I had to find a better job. I have kids. I have a family. I have a mortgage. I have a fucking dog that needs me to feed them. And then you go out and you get a better job. Can you see how I'm not trying to, to take advantage of you? I'm not making anything off of this. I'm not, I'm not making anything off of telling you how to make your life better or instilling you something better, you know? I had to find out all, all this shit on my own. But anyway, so that's what I was trying to tell this professor who is just constantly in with this. Nobody was there for you, for me, by the way, when it came to, like, socialism and all that other shit, you know? And by the way, I didn't need them. But I didn't have people fucking fawning over me going, oh, you poor thing, you know? In the, in the age of the victim, the victim rises to become more of a victim, this constant, you know, I know that I talk about 
this shit that I've had to go through in my life, you know, the fucking really bad things. But I don't talk about that so that I can get you to go, aw, let me give you some of my sympathy. Although that's always nice, I guess. It, it feels good to have people care about you enough to feel, feel bad for you. I'd rather not the feel batting, but the caring about. However, I don't, that's not what this is for. This is to say, hey, look, I went through some bad shit and I got over it. I got through it. This is how I did it. Now benefit from me. You know, I went through some serious heartaches. Uh, my buddy that's going to come on, he knows my, uh, he knows my ex-wife. He knows how fucking crazy that shit was. You know, we might, we might talk about that. I've been wondering what we're going to talk. He's, he's wondering what we're going to talk about. He's pumped. I'm pumped. Can't wait. He's such a good dude and a good friend. Somebody I would certainly suggest that you have in your, in your corner. You know, uh, he's the type of friend that, that doesn't go away. You know, I've had some friends that I just don't keep in contact with anymore. And it's sad because I really enjoyed them, you know, and, uh, you, you need to find yourself somebody like, like the friends like I got who I've always had a problem with people not calling me, you know, so I call them, I call them, I call them. Well, with this guy, I, I'm, I'm really trying not to say his name, um, because he hasn't told me his stage name yet, which sounds gay. <laughs> um, I'm sure it's going to be something gay. Uh, but then again, it might not be. But uh, I've had times where I didn't call him and he called me. You know what I mean? Like that, although that doesn't seem very big to some people, that is massive to me. I mean, my, my own dad is that way, where he thinks that you need to call him. You know, I just talked to my aunt about my dad, his sister. And... Uh, you know, we don't, me and my dad don't talk. She knows that. And she was trying to get me to, to quote unquote, be the bigger person. And it's like, that's not what this is about. She kept assuming it's about being stubborn and hard headed. It's like, no, 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 no. Let me, let me tell you what happened. And now you understand it's not about being stubborn and being the first. I'd be the bigger man. I got no problem with that. I cannot trust him. I have kids. I don't want my kids to think that that is okay for him to do that. And not just my kids, but, you know, this comes down to me. They're, they're kind of using my kids as some kind of fucking cushion, you know? It's like, no, he needs to answer to me. I am it. I am his only flesh and blood on this earth. Uh, he answers to me now, you know? This is a, an answering of me, and that might sound like, well, you're dishonoring your father or whatever. No, it, it, I don't think I've, I don't think I've talked about it. Maybe I have. I'll talk about it another time. But it's betrayal by my own father against me. Doing shit uh, with somebody behind my back. Well, fuck it. I'll get into it a little bit. Um, my stepmother uh, had befriended my ex-wife behind my back while I was living with my dad and was telling her all sorts of shit. Later on, uh, my ex-wife showed me the texts that, because she was wanting to say, you know, I can get, I can get our son taken away from you and all this. And by the way, your stepmom, uh, was helping me. And then when I brought it up to my dad's attention, we didn't speak for a year because I was like, I got a problem with her. And then, um, as that happened, they invited my ex-wife and her fiance over to the house 
over to their house for fucking tea and crumpets. That's the trail number one. We didn't talk for a year. We ended up talking, and me and my dad fought it out. I had never fought with my dad. I almost do remember talking about this before, but fuck it, I'll go again. <coughs> Excuse me. And then it happened later on. After me and my dad were talking again, next thing you know, my son's telling me that he went over to my dad's house with his mom and stepdad. And I called up my dad, confronted well, I can't leave you, leave you with a cliffhanger, as my wife calls. <laughs> Um, <coughs> so a year later, a year, a year and a half later, me and my, my, me and my father still haven't talked. We haven't spoken. And, uh, he, he's been, not only did he do all of that, he has been telling his side. Now I'm telling you my side, but I'm also going to point out, okay, well, you're getting it from a, a bias source. You're getting it from me. And, uh, I have, I've been rummaging through my thoughts and my memories of what could make him think that he was in the right. And I'll get, I'm, I'm telling you this as honest as I can tell it to you. Um, I'd argue that it's not my truth and there's no such thing as my truth, your truth. There's how much information that you have. There's only the truth and that is it. There is no such thing as my truth, your truth. That's bullshit. That is a, that is something that will lead you down a very bad path and end up getting you hurt. That is, there is no such thing as, as numerous truths. There is no such thing as truths. There's truth, one, and then how much information somebody has. So um, I've been doing that just wondering, like, what in the fuck could possibly make a father do that to their own kid? And uh, I don't know. I, I see it as betrayal. He went behind my back, did these things, never told me about it, never told me that he was going to. And then also having my stepmother continue on this this uh, friendship with my ex-wife. You see the shit that I'm talking about? And it's not, I mean, it's my dad's fault for choosing, for making those decisions. It's my stepmother and my ex-wife, but... I kind of expected it from my ex-wife, right? You go through a divorce and you go through a custody battle. You're going to look for anything that you possibly can to help you out, I guess. Um, I would argue I don't know why she's doing it because I, I don't see why she's wanting to do that. You'd have to understand. I'm trying not to really shit too much on my ex-wife. I don't know why. Uh, well, I do because I don't want my son ever hearing this and thinking, oh, dad, you're a real asshole for talking about mom that way or my mom that way. And that makes sense. So I'm not going to shit on her. Uh, too much. I, I understand why she would do that, but my stepmother is a crazy cunt who has driven a stake in between, a fucking dividing rod in between my father and any major relationship he's ever had in his entire life. Even talking to my aunt, she acknowledged that everybody in our family hates my stepmother. I mean, she's done some fucking seriously fucked up shit. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get too far into that, but, uh, I mean, that's the shit that I dealt with there. Wow, this is only going to be a couple minutes. I didn't mean, uh, I didn't want to leave you on a cliffhanger, so that that's where that story comes in at. But um, I'll talk more tomorrow, probably. Um, be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal.